Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. The actual... (laughs) There's Mike with his fucking lighter. You know Mike's here. (laughs) Hi there. (laughs) This is our our Cinco de Mayo episode. (laughs) Aye. I get, I've got coffee, not tequila, but uh, we have, we have a we do have a guest with us. If anyone's been paying attention, um, this is a uh, uh, one of our friends from Cleveland. And Angel, I'll let you introduce yourself first, and then got a couple of things that uh, that before we get into things. But go ahead, at least introduce yourself. Tell everyone who you are. Hi, I'm Angel, and uh, I'm an alcoholic. I don't know, just <laughs> so used to saying that. Right. <laughs> that's a, you know what? It's a it's a perfect way to start out with because uh, you know that's that's kind of why we're here in a lot of cases. So exactly, oh, that's perfect. And sure. uh, yeah, so yeah, Angel is the. I'm just gonna say I almost said the other half, and I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. And I'm gonna say the better half. Thank we you. know that's true. Of, <laughs> of that of that dude we had on in episode 49, Tony. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is uh, Tony is Angel's husband, not the other way around, right? Because Tony's that's your property. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I know, I know I did. I know. But um but yeah, so there's uh in we did this uh, in Mike I got a, like a couple of things I wanted to to run through with you real quick. We always right. we usually do this. This is this is when we talk about podcast stuff and Right. right on the podcast. Like, Where the hell else would yeah, we do that? I know. I know. Yeah, it's like during the week we're all all two or two of us are either too busy or too fucking tired to, to try to deal with right. this shit. So what will we do um, if we stop drinking? Go ahead. <laughs> all right. <coughs> Jesus, I got a choke up. <coughs> yeah. Sounds like you're choking up. Airball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just uh yeah, I gotta wipe my knees off and get back to it. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> so um so Mike, you know that we've got um we got a couple of, of other people scheduled. And if people again have been, I'm sure there's people that don't follow us on Instagram. So we got a couple other people scheduled. I'm one of them. We have, yeah, same. I don't have <laughs> yeah. Instagram. So we have Shay coming up next week. We have right. um, there's a coach, Coach Dave, um, and actually he's a business coach, but also been sober for about 14 years. So he's mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, gosh, what do we do? End middle of June, I think. Yeah, after like a week after Founder's Day or something like that. One of the authors we were talking to, and she has a book, um, and it is called. Co-crazy. I just it grabbed is. a copy. I've got it sitting here. Her well, name is Sarah Michaud. Well. 
And uh, we will, I will add her to our upcoming guests um, post starting as of Monday. But um, surprisingly enough, we have people, we're trying to only have a couple of guests, like two guests per month. Um, we might have more than that depending, but uh, basically we had to set her up now for, I think it's July 7th, if I'm not mistaken. So, right. and then I've, we've got one other author that uh, got a hold of us. We haven't nailed that one down, but I think that one might also be in July. So yeah, we've got uh, like guests like this booked all the, all the way through July already, which is, which is kind of cool. Aren't we the popular ones? We are. <laughs> you are very nice. Now, next question. And this has to do with uh, an angel or uh, maybe you'd be a good good idea on this too or good uh, input so um mike you and i were talking last well weekend two weekends ago when i was out there about mm -hmm. maybe trying to set up uh, a table or something like that at a fair or something like that with merchandise the books all those sort of things yes what if, with the golf outing would that be anything where we might be able to do something like that there i mean i just wanted nope. to you said no nope, nope. okay <laughs> no and that's, that's no cool. and that's i i didn't know so i figured i'd bring it up because i thought if nothing else and not that it matters if it's a no but i thought it might be just like you know test run type of thing was that you angel is it windy in parma like? what the hell's going on there <laughs> what what do you did, hear did what's you happening blow, did you just blow into your microphone or something oh I, i'm sorry i'm smoking <laughs> oh no you're <laughs> sorry no you're fine just blow it the other direction that's all listen you i'm new i'm new i'm a podcast virgin i have yes. no idea uh, what i'm doing it's it's not a problem our sister <laughs> back to she was the first no was she the first guess we i don't know whatever we yeah. tested with her she was eating fucking caramel corn in a, <laughs> in a crinkly bag and i was mm -hmm. trying to ignore it because it was the That's first time great. Like, yeah and also i hear this crinkle finally i'm like i'm like what in the fuck is that crinkling <laughs> she's like she's like um you can hear that i'm like yes yeah, she's like the well, world I'm, can hear it yeah right. she's like well i'm eating the caramel corn i'm like can you stop that <laughs> Listen, nothing could be more annoying, annoying than uh, Melissa's dog Hercules. Jeez, oh, no. No, that, that was, best, that, was that was that was the best part. That I'm was losing because, my mind. <laughs> well, see, and and again, so so Kylie's home this weekend, so uh, Bentley's here again, uh -huh. so we might get dogs. We might get dogs going again too. But um, so we've had the dogs here. Mike's get his neighbors. It's getting warmer out. They're going to start getting crazy. Yeah, they are. Right. You know, people, Rubbing up their cars and partying out there. One time, I mean, there was it was it sounded like gunshots, and I mean, I'm like, I'm like, Mike, oh. are you there? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You know Cleveland's favorite pastime: gunshots That's and right. fireworks. That's <laughs> right. You know, I don't know if he was just involved in a fucking drive-by. And of course, my my comment for him was, "I'm like, shit, man, I would have had to finish up the episode on my own. That would have sucked." <laughs> we lost Mike. Yeah, I know. Uh, He's sitting there bleeding out while we're doing the podcast. Well, we lost Mike. Right. We'll yeah. talk about oh. him later. We got to finish the podcast. Yeah, exactly. All right. So yeah, those are yeah. the only two things. So we'll try to figure out some other some other time. But that was just that kind of popped into my head, and I mm -hmm. I didn't know, and I didn't want to I didn't want to just reach out to anyone else. Right. Yeah. I no, that's you know so. that's that that's the Keating Center thing, man. The focus is right. on them. Okay. No, and that's again, that's what I that's what I figured. But then I'm like, I don't know, you know. So it never hurts. Right. You, the, never the hurts answer, to ask. Yeah. Don't they say the answer is always no? When you know if you if you don't ask, so what the fuck? That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, that's all. Those are just those those couple of little things. Other than that, all is well on my end. Yeah, a little housekeeping stuff. So um, 
once again, obviously we've got Angel. She's a good friend of ours from Cleveland. We've known her for a long time. We'll get into um, her story and stuff like that. So, Mike, do you want to kind of give her the rundown of what, what our deal normally is? Well, basically, you know, same thing for everybody. You know, we know how to get fucked up. We know how to ruin our lives. We know how to cause pain to everybody around us. We know how to do that stuff. We don't care. We want to know about the solution. You know, I mean, a little backstory, a little qualification. That's all good stuff. But, you know, no drunk logs, man. I know you wouldn't do it anyway, but that's just what we do. <laughs> right. Got it. Got so it. just just real quick before we start, what's your what's your wedding anniversary? I don't I don't think we get into that with Tony. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> well, he wouldn't remember anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> that was the right. whole joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, September 4th. Um, 1998. Oh, you almost had to Did I say that right? That I don't know. You know, I, I wasn't there. So, <laughs> well, I always see we met in 94 right. and we got married four years later. So that would be 98, be right. correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be okay. Right. okay. So we're cool. going to be celebrating 25 years awesome. this September. Yeah. Great. Plus well, that's where, when, uh, when it came up, um, as far as a question and I asked, uh, one of us said something like that, or I think I did. I'm like, mm -hmm. how long have you guys been together? And he started fumbling over it. And uh, it was just, it was fucking hilarious. So that's why I figured yeah, just I'd forever. It. Just say forever. It's forever. Right. <laughs> over <laughs> half my life. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you heard Mike's little thing. So um, open up, you can do this. Some people like to do it as a lead, however you want to do it. But tell us about, tell us about Angel. Yeah. I really don't know any other way to do it. Other than, other than my lead, you know, just right. like. Uh, we were taught. <laughs> yeah, Angel, I'm an alcoholic. You know, it just comes out. Hi, Angel. Uh, Hi, hi. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friends. Um, <clears throat> so I'm Angel. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I have a sobriety date. It is 10-26-12. And um, let's see. I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I had a great childhood. Um, I was very spoiled. I was raised by grandparents and my mom. Um, my real father was not around, and uh, everything was all about me. And then my mom met my dad uh, when I was eight years old, and uh, everything changed, and it was no longer all about me. Uh, my brother and sister came along, and um, my teenage years, I'll just sum those all up, I was, all, I was grounded all the time. Like my mom always said, I'll give you just enough rope to hang yourself. And I did every single time. So anytime I got freedom, you know, I ruined it. So I spent a lot of time in my room and, um, you know, things like that. So let's see, the party kicked off when I was 18. That's when I had my first drunk. Uh, I had a couple wine coolers <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I just, uh, I like the feeling, um, you know, right, right from the get go. But, um, I was a mom by this time. I had my son when I was 18 and got my driver's license. I got my cause license. Everything kind of happened when I was 18. That was the magic year where I was finally an adult and I could do what I want. And, you know, I, I kind of did. So, um, you know, things were kind of quiet when I was married to my ex-husband and, um, we, uh, you know, partied on the weekends sometimes, nothing too crazy, you know, um, got a job hairdressing a couple nights a week and, you know, things were just kind of going along. And then 
um, right before I turned 21, I pulled up to a red light and I met the man of my dreams. <laughs> um, can't explain it. I don't know what happened. Um, you know, fireworks went off, the planets aligned, whatever you want to say. But I, I just knew I'm like, that's going to be my husband. But I already had one of those. So that, that was a bit of a problem. Um, so we pulled over um, in a subway. And we talked for like three hours and, you know, he had just got a divorce. He had three kids. He just got out of the military. He was out partying with his brother. Um, I had my son in the back seat in his footy pajamas, you know, and we were just talking and, and man, I just knew like I was in love, but I'm like, what to do with my, my husband. <laughs> so, uh, what I did was I, um, I said, I can't give you my number because I'm married, so I'm going to take yours. And I had my cousin in the car and I gave it to her and I said, look, I really can't have this. You know, like I'm married, you know, I feel bad, this and that. So a week goes by, I can't eat, I can't sleep. All I can think about is Tony Albright. So <laughs> I call my cousin and um, I say, hey, you still have that number <laughs> by any chance? Thank <laughs> God she did. So I called him, uh, left a message with his mom because, you know, he had just got a divorce, got out of the military, like I said. So he was staying with his parents in North Royalton. And uh, I called and I said, hey, this is Angel, you know, can you have Tony call me? Tell him I called, you know, and uh, <laughs> she looked at Tony and she said, hey, some girl named Angel called. What is she, a stripper? <laughs> 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 um, I actually have never been a stripper, but um, apparently it's a stripper name. So, well, well, thanks, thanks for qualifying that. Hang on, I gotta. I do, I do like little podcast notes. Angel has never been a stripper. Been yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna end up in my notes. Just so you know. oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So me and his mom kind of butted heads for a very long time because of that. Even though you know, like, I, I mean. That was just her assumption. Like I'd never been a stripper, although I was, I was pretty wild. So, um, and you guys did meet on Brook Park Road, right? We did meet on Brook Park Road. <laughs> yeah, right in the red light district. Yeah, yeah. Which, if well, you he don't was know, out partying. Cleveland Brook Park Road has a a lot of strip clubs on it. Yes, yes. <laughs> So him and his brother were out partying. That's what they were doing. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, they, and I just happened to be taking my cousin, or my cousin home that lives in Cleveland. So that's that's how that came to be. Um, so yeah, so, um, you know, Tony and I start talking, you know, on the phone, we meet and and it's, we're just, I mean, it's on, it's on. He takes me to my first bar. Um, we had some Long Island iced teas. I mean, no sense in, you know, messing around, go right from wine coolers to Long Island, you know. Um, and we were we were just having a good time. And uh, I guess you could say I had an affair for several months. And then uh, my husband, I, I never offered the information, you know, lying by omission. But I, uh, when he asked me, you know, if I was cheating or someone else, I was honest. And I said, yeah. And uh you know, it, it was rough there for a little bit. You know, me and him, uh, you know, we're, we're great friends today. You know, him and Tony are friends. We get along great. But it, it was a little rough there in the beginning. And, uh, you know, Tony and I, and Tony and I have uh, been together ever since. So, you know, that kicked off our, our partying days. We parted exactly the same. And 
um, he opened up a whole new world for me. And, you know, we just started going to the bars. Um, I uh, worked at a couple of them, you know, as like a waitress. Um, Yeah, things were just crazy. And then we just uh, decided we wanted to go to Georgia. (laughs) So... (laughs) We literally put, uh, Tony's family is in Georgia, uh, cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. So we literally put all of our stuff on the tree lawn, our washer, our dryer, our furniture. Someone came by and bought it all and we got a U-Haul and uh, down to Georgia we went. We had uh, nowhere to stay. Um, I don't think he'd talk to his cousins in quite some time. So we literally pulled up with a U-Haul. We had a Husky at the time, a purebred Husky. He ate my steering wheel in my car on the way down that we were hauling. Um, So, yeah, we pulled up and uh, there we were with our (laughs) U-Haul. So um, they let us stay uh, for a while. And then uh, we lived in a tent for three weeks, too at uh, some kind of lake or whatever. Yeah, just uh, crazy, you know, just crazy. (laughs) And, um, you know, all the behaviors, right? And, you know, we're drinking throughout this. And, you know, when they say in the South, you know, your entertainment is a bug zapper and a six pack, they're serious. I mean, we're (laughs) dry counties all around, you know, but we we managed to to, uh, find our alcohol. Mm -hmm. So- um, Find a way. We find a way. That's right. So we had um, we had three of the kids. We had my son and two of his. The oldest uh, was staying with uh, Tony's parents. And, um, you know, we're broke. We um, you know, we always have money for alcohol, you know, and weed. But we're, we're just broke all the time. We can't put propane in the propane tank. We can't, you know, um, we all take turns having jobs, you know, two will have a job, one not, you know, all, all three of us are out of work. I mean, yeah, it, we were just broke. So um, Tony decides to go to truck driving school. And uh, I said, well, you know, the state of Georgia paid for it. And, you know, I said, are we going to stay here or are we going to go back to Ohio? So I said, we're not doing too well here, you know, like we're <laughs> broke and let's go back to Ohio. So we came back to Ohio and uh, again, the kids, um, you know, uh, we're with, um, I think when we first came back, they went with, uh, Tony's ex and, um, you know, then, um, she called us one day and said, Hey, you know, I don't want the kids in the Cleveland school system. So, you know, she, um, so we took the kids. I remember it, like it was yesterday, Tony took me to mountain Jack's, which was my favorite restaurant now out of business. And, um, he said, Hey, um, can we, can we take my kids? I was like, shit. Um, Well, (laughs) I have one kid. He has three. I only wanted one, and now I have four. So (laughs) that's what you'll do for love. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want my kid, you know, to to, to go through that either. So sure. So, you know, we uh, raise the kids. Uh, You know, I'm still drinking. Um, You know, the kids go with their exes on the week, our exes on the weekend. So we're, you know, partying and stuff on the weekends. Not, not anything too crazy, you know, Um, but, you know, still drinking. And um, so then we, uh, let's see, the kids are in school. Uh, We put the kids in school. They got perfect attendance. I'm, you know, laying out four sets of clothes and four sets of lunch money. And, you know, like the four of them and one of me and Tony was driving nights at that time. And, you know, he'd come home. How are the kids? Terrible, terrible. Beat them all. Light them up. Beat them. You know, like they're, they're, 
they're outnumbering me. <laughs> but uh, I did the best I could um, with what I had. So then, uh, so then our landlord told us that um, <clears throat> she was selling the house, and you know, like we had to go. This was a couple days before Christmas, and um, yeah. So uh, the kids went back with Tony's ex. Um, I had my son still. We went to stay with my grandparents and we were going to save to buy a house. We're like, we're never renting again. You know, um, we got to have our own place. So we, um, you know, went to uh, our, we, you know, saved money and um, we bought a house in Parma. And uh, again, you know, we have the cousins over every once in a while, you know, and we're drinking and things like that. Um, my son's always with me, but you know, his three are kind of getting older and, you know, they're not coming over as much on the weekends, you know, they're starting to have their friends and things like that. So we thought it was a good idea to, uh, start partying, you know, like we start going to the bars and, uh, you know, other, uh, substances, you know, came into play, um, you can talk I don't about know. all the drugs on here. This is yeah. Really I don't know how graphic <laughs> you want me to be with that, but because no, that's not normal, about, right? Yeah, you can talk about um, whatever you want. Oh, okay, yeah. When I do my lead, that's a yeah, right. that's a no. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we started doing coke uh, so we could stay up all night and drink. More. You know, yeah, drink more exactly. And mm-hmm. uh, the party was uh, the after party was always at our house. You know, just partying like rock stars with without the money. You know, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so we start doing that and then, you know, I, uh, I've been up for days, you know, the bank accounts empty, uh, back then, you know, you could put empty envelopes into the ATM and act like you're, you know, depositing money and, you know, Tony's trying to work at this time. And I kind of am too. I got a job as a hairdresser. He's truck driving and, you know, he's trying to go to sleep so he can go to work. He wakes up the next morning, the bank accounts bounced and empty. I got a whole new set of people there, you know, and he's like, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> like, so, um, needless to say, I loved Coke. I mean, I, I really did Coke and alcohol. That was my thing. So, um, yeah, so we, uh, you know, used something to come down and, um, that was Suboxone and, uh, we got high off of that for a long time and, and until we didn't, you know, until we were introduced to heroin and, um, you know, like, like all the other, like the Coke and, and everything and the drinking, I thought I could control it, you know, like mm-hmm. I can control this. Um, it's not going to be a problem. I had no idea, like none of what I was getting into. Um, and you know, that, that took us to our knees, you know, like we, uh, lost the house, uh, we lost the kids. Um, my mom came over and took my son, uh, one of the worst days of my life. You know, she's like, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. And, and I just knew deep down that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take care of him. Um, and it was the right thing to do as much as it hurt because, you know, I always hung on to him, you know, um, and, you know, tried to be the best mom that I could be. And, uh, you know, so we lost everything, the jobs, the cars, the house, the kids, everything. Um, and now we're, you know, living on the streets and we're actually, no, that's a lie. We're not living on the streets. We always, uh, stayed with my aunt who has now passed away. God rest her soul. 
but uh, we, uh, yeah, we really went through her. I mean, we got her car impounded. I don't know how many times, lost her apartment. I don't know how many times had to move, uh, bounced her bank account. I mean, you name it. Um, that poor woman. Um, (laughs) yeah. So, um, you know, we're staying with her most of the time. Um, but you know, we're eating out of garbage cans because, you know, we can't, can't give food. Um, Chipotle is what I remember best at Steelyard. That was like our place to be. Um, we were big fans of the Chipotle garbage can. Um, yeah, awful. So, um, yeah, that's our life, you know, and we're doing the receipt hustle and, you know, we're returning things and, you know, just Bonnie and Clyde, you know. So, um, you know, things are really bad. The, the, the treatment centers start and, you know, the jail starts. He goes to jail. I go to jail. We usually don't go at the same time. Sometimes we do. But, you know, we're, we're, we're touring all over, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, you know, and all the suburbs. And um, I remember in 2008 or maybe it was 2009, I went to Edna for like three weeks and, uh, you know, got a visit, got high, didn't think anyone would notice. Um and they did got kicked out. <laughs> I mean, me and Tony were just so toxic. Like if you look up toxic and codependent in the dictionary, my picture's there, you know, his picture's <laughs> there. Um, just terrible, terrible toxic. But, you know, anytime anyone said you're going to have to separate from your husband to get sober, I'm like, nope, not doing it. You know, that's, that's exactly what I wouldn't do. Turns out that's exactly what I needed to do. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) when you're not ready, you're not ready. You know, like I, I just didn't understand, um, you know, very little introduction to AA, just that little bit at Edna kind of know what AA is not real sure. Um, you know, go to, you know, the, the psych ward and, you know, the emergency, uh, it was just a mess, just a mess. So, um, Tone, uh, bring you up to my last drunk. Uh, Tony goes to uh, jail, um, and I got arrested twice in two weeks, I think. Um, walked into Home Depot at Seal Yard, got caught by security. Um, I was throwing a fit because I was actually at this time, I think I was on the list to go to Jean Marie. And I'm, I'm telling him this. I'm like, look, I, I'm going to treatment. He physically had to pick me up and carry me for all the way through the parking lot and all the way through Home Depot. Cause, oh my gosh. Right. Um, and I'm he handcuffed me I got to a the bed. I, You know, I just need to steal a few things to get me through. I mean, <laughs> why don't you understand this? Right. right? Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. To me. Right. So he handcuffs me to the chair. Um, I go to Cleveland jail again. I get out the next day doing the same thing at Strongsville Home Depot a week later. Here he comes. And I'm like, really, bro? Like, the same dude? what are you doing? It was the same dude. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? He goes, what are you doing here? Didn't I just arrest you last week? And I'm like, ah, you guys move around apparently. All right. So, um, yeah. So... In the midst of all this chaos, um, I, I had a really good friend, and I, actually, it's the same friend as um, as Melissa that told uh, her to go to treatment. Hers was Robbie, but we have a really good friend named Jeff who's been friends with my brother for years, and I watched him grow up. Like he used to come to our Garfield house and uh, download uh, single song. What was that called? Like with just one song Master. at a time. 
thank you, yep. Napster. Mm-hmm. That's how long I've known this kid, right? <laughs> Be sitting there for three hours trying to download one song, right? Um <clears throat> So yeah, he's like, you know, you really should be around girls. You really should try AA. You really should go to Jean Marie. And, um, you know, like I'm a mess. I'm like, so I, I did, you know, I called and I was on that list, but you know, I'm getting arrested. So finally Katie calls and, um, I go to Jean Marie and, um, let's see, I get, I get there and, (laughs) it's rough. It's rough. So there was this fire alarm in my room where the battery was going dead. Do you guys know what fire alarms do when the battery's going dead? They beep. Yeah. Like every little bit. Right. (laughs) So, um, I'm detoxing hard, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't go to detox. I'm detoxing and this thing's beep, beep. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my mind. Right. I literally didn't think I was going to make it through that. And I'm telling everybody about it. Nobody gives a shit. Um, (laughs) and I, I remember the first meeting I went to was Ridgewood women's and I had an OTEP. I know you guys know who OTEP is. I had an OTEP hoodie on that I stole from my brother and I got my hood up and this is the longest meeting ever. Right. I think it was like two hours and I just comment after comment and I'm cussing and I'm swearing (laughs) and I'm just acting like a total asshole. And um, I, I have, I think I've been back to that meeting one time, <laughs> one time of such a resentment against that meeting. It wasn't the meeting. It was me, but I, I don't know. I just don't go to that meeting. I was so traumatized. So, um, so yeah, I, I get a sponsor within a couple weeks. That would be Michelle Kelly. And, uh, I only picked her because she was wearing a pink, pink hoodie and she looked like she was put together and they said you know find somebody that you know you want what they have and she was Mm -hmm. you know always at the house and I'm like I want what she has she looks like she's got her shit together so I picked her as a sponsor and um the beginning was really rough I mean of course I've listened to Tony's podcast Melissa and um Megan so um so I'm at Jean Marie, I got a sponsor and you know what I did? I listened. I didn't like it. I, Melissa, yes, she's correct. I cried just about every fucking day um, because I miss Tony so bad and I didn't know what I was doing and I don't do shit by myself. Like I've always had a man, you know, I went from my dad to my ex-husband to Tony. I've never not been babied, you know, and have people do shit for me. So I got to do this shit myself. And, um, you know, so yeah, I was quite a mess. I I was crying. I got my feelings hurt every fucking day. Um, everybody hurt my feelings. Um, Molly, especially, Uh, (laughs) Molly was really mean. Like I remember when I first started doing my 10 step, um, they were mostly on her, um, because I had to write it out, you know, till I could do it in my head, you know, in my prayers. So yeah, I told her, I don't worry. I already warned that I was going to throw her (laughs) under the bus. So, um, but you know, I mean, we would go back. I was just so sensitive, you know, and, and I, I literally wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for those girls. So I, I did listen. I didn't like it. Um, I would cry about it. I would bitch about it, but I would do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I built my support group really strong. And I always tell my girls that my sponsees, you know, like, build your support group strong. You're going to need it. This is not always going to go smoothly. Life is not smooth just because we're sober and you're going to need it, you know? 
Um, so I, I did that. You know, I, I got with a really good group of women. I made Berea my home group, Berea Wednesday Women. And um, that came full circle. I'll tell you guys about that in a little bit. And, um, you know, it was Michelle, Leah and Heidi and, you know, Molly, Melissa, you know, like they would just tell me, Angel, you know, you got to leave Tony alone. And, you know, I um, hadn't met Katie yet at this point, but I remember I got a letter from Tony and my aunt brought it. And I was so scared of my aunt because, you know, like she was my, she was my trigger, you know, like I stayed with her when I was using. So, you know, I remember when she pulled into Jean Marie and brought me, you know, some cigarettes and things, snacks and things like that. And a letter from Tony and, um, I wouldn't let her out of the car. You know, I was like standing with my foot you know, like up on the car and she's like, what the hell, you know, but I was so scared. I was going to jump in that car with her, you know, like, yeah. So I get this letter from Tony. I go in Katie's office. I'm freaking out. I'm a hot mess. I'm crying. I'm upset. And she's like, wow. Like, you know, like I've never <laughs> met this woman, you know? And she's like, you're, you need to calm down, you know? And I'm like, I got a letter from Tony. So, um, so anyway, I, I, I don't even think, uh, she took it from me and she gave it to Michelle. And uh, I think Michelle still has that letter. She gave mm. it back to me not too long ago, but, um, yeah, I read it. Nothing but anger, you know, nothing but where the fuck you at? What, you know, like just crazy. Right. So, um, yeah, I forgot it. So that was my suggestion. So, you know, I was having such a hard time with Tony. I said to Michelle, like, you know, what, what do I do? What do I, I really want to call my husband and go get high, you know? And, She's like, so then she'd have to run it through, you know, like Leah and Heidi was this whole process, you know, I was a pain in the ass, um, you know, like I'd have a question, she'd have to talk to her spot or, you know, support group mm-hmm. and get back to me. So she's like, Hey, we're going to suggest that, you know, you have no contact, you know, no letters, no phone calls, no nothing. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, didn't like it, but I did it. And we literally didn't talk for, uh, months months um no phone calls no letters no nothing um i did sneak out with dana hepner <laughs> one time we we're supposed to be going job hunting and um i was gonna meet tony and um i met him at the library she went and got high when we got back we got caught because she was high otherwise i probably would have got away with it um <laughs> She got kicked out. I didn't only because I didn't get high, but they did change the transition rules because of that. You weren't allowed to go all day. You had to like come back and, you know, check in for lunch, I think. So you're welcome, ladies. Um, uh, change, so. change, changing the rules in, uh, in not the most positive way, but yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I'll I tell you what, why don't we, um, what do you think, Mike? Good time to take a quick break. This is, Absolutely. you know, at a, at a point where, where we're getting into the, the full part, I think, of your solution. So, Mike, okay, go ahead. All right. Well, we're going to be right back with the solution after this brief word from our sponsor. Hey, everyone. It's your friends at Sober, Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's, it's both of your friends this time. Hi, Mike. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do, we do have a purpose. Uh, we, we actually <laughs> usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So Two? We two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So, so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. 
Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website, so uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Yes. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you (laughs) and your loved ones. (laughs) Well, Mike, do we, do we still have merchandise? (laughs) We have merchandise. Well, we got t-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. (laughs) And one of the, one of the coolest parts we also do have (laughs) all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That Um, is a big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> Try to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. Right, everyone welcome back and as mike said now it's time for the solution <laughs> or more <laughs> of the solution but so the, I, I just figured that'd be a good place to start because you you changed the rules <laughs> or got, got the rules changed literally and that was i mean you've been sober now for over 10 years so 10 years ago all these women that have gone through for 10 years now have have had to deal with shit because of you in yes and again yes. in a positive situation it's not like you you completely messed up their lives but probably for the best you might have you might have even saved some people from really relapsing but i think that's that's hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah so the best part about that story is i came back and katie said to me it's either you or him she goes it's you or him and for some reason i've never forgot that and it clicked and it made sense and from that point forward i'm like shit like i get that it's me or him you know like i i have to pick one mm-hmm. so yeah so, so when i yourself. and i forget what i yeah. forget what tony's sobriety date is it is are you before him or is it the other way around well that's a good story <laughs> tony <laughs> likes to um he is ahead of me because he was in jail. Um, <laughs> but when he got out, he I was further along in the steps than he was, oh, you I know. Did. But he, yeah, he has more time. So he's um, he's, he's the ninth. Is yeah. He... No, not September. Hold on. He's going to kill me. Um, yeah, the ninth. Uh, I'm getting it confused with his birthday. <laughs> I don't know. May, <laughs> June. To, hold on. April. April 9th is his birthday. Um it's a, July. 
I'm not going to try to get you in trouble with him, but I, we were there cause I was there in August, like a year ago in August and he was coming up on his anniversary. So it's either August or September. I'm guessing. He's right? September 9th. Thank okay. you. Okay. I knew it would click once I got to the month. I'm going through all the months. <laughs> <laughs> so many dates. I, I'm not good at dates. <laughs> I know. I know it's, it's hard for, I mean, I, I remember literally with, with all of you guys, uh, I mean, Mike, I know, cause I mean, it's he and I are so close in our dates and, I know that Lee yeah. is at the end of April. I know Michelle is always after Founders Day because we laugh at her every year that she's got to sit down, you know, before us and, you know, other, right. other <laughs> yeah, people it's like, like that. Literally like, weeks, weeks away. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. I go to Founders Day and I can't stand up yet because I'm October. So yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah. And ours were, we just, that's what we give her shit. We're like, yeah, you should have came in a couple of months earlier. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, we right. But, um, but oh, literally gosh. I put, I put for all of you guys when usually when I know your sobriety dates, I'll put them in my phone in in your contact because I don't I'll never fucking remember. And it's still it's not like I I don't set reminders for everyone's sober dates. But if I if if it ever pops into my head, at least I know I know where to look. But yeah, so it's (laughs) I don't expect people to remember all these sobriety dates at all. So. Yeah, you guys got 13 years. Oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness. Where did that go? I know. Ah. But you Can I tell you about what I remember about meeting Mike? Yeah. That's a good story. Do yeah. Please do. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, yeah, speaking of your 13 years, so I remember the first time I went to uh, Puritas, and I see this guy sitting at the table. I think he was by himself, you know, and um, I'm like, wow, he's interesting. He looks very interesting, you know? <laughs> so I asked one of my girls, you know, whoever I asked, I'm like, who is it? Oh, that's Metal Mike. I'm like, Metal Mike, huh? But yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that so clearly. I'm like, wow, he doesn't look like anybody else in AA. <laughs> Just like all decked out, you know, like, cause, I mean, Tony and I are huge heavy metal fans, you know, so I was like, yeah, so you really stood out, Mike. That's, that's, that's what I remember. I remember I that. Well, yeah. Well, and every everyone on here that's listened even for a minute has heard how I met him, but he, he looked, he didn't look all decked out looking cool. No, I <laughs> was, no, you saw him at his worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, for so I, sure. Yeah, I saw him getting out of because it, it was a. You said it was a van cab, wasn't it? I remember you getting out of a cab. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, but he and oh, I was. Gosh. I was standing outside at the Keating Center, and we we came in what five days apart. We figured to the Keating right. Center. I was yeah. 20. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, so um, I mean, I was still. I was maybe a week and a half sober. He was, you know, a week sober at that time. Whatever the deal was, but mm-hmm. yeah, when he when he walked in, I mean, just. Looking, I mean, literally like he, well, just got out of the fucking detox. <laughs> yep. but, but I mean, rough, you know, I mean, if, you, if you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I get it. Well, if you've ever seen him when he doesn't, if he doesn't shave his head for a couple of days, you could actually start to see that. It's like a guy with a, with a, with, you know, the, the five o'clock shadow, but all over his head. But so there, so there's that. He's fucking just, he looked terrible. He probably felt terrible too, but. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, I was walking sure. on sunshine. Right. <laughs> two, right. Two, two black eyes and, uh, and looking mm-hmm. just neater than fuck, you know? So. Oh um, gosh. Yeah. But well, then, that was my impression too. I'm like, there's no way I'm approaching this guy. I'm like, <laughs> I was scared to hell of guys anyway, but he right. really stood out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Well, and you know that the thing of it is when you, when you go in the Keating Center like that, the first thing that they make us do is. Is, um, well, in, during a day like that, you know, go take a shower, get cleaned up and shave because you have to be clean shaven in there. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I, I had, I can't yeah, grow a beard or anything. 
Oh, they don't anymore? Used to. Oh, hell no. Oh, that's not a thing, huh? Nah, Marty's all soft now. But anyway. Ah, shit. He's <laughs> over it. He's but just the, over it. But yeah, so like <laughs> when I came in, I had like this scruffed up goatee because they wouldn't give me a razor and detox. I had this like, I don't know, <laughs> these, these clippers I was able to just clip a little bit. So I had this fucking mess, man. You know, but I mean, yeah, yeah. so he comes in. And he's got, you know, his little beard. And I, you probably had the little dangle thing on at that time, too. Mike. Yeah. The right little up? dangle thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. His... That's what I mean. It was all decked out. Yeah, his little dangle thing. Well, that's yeah. what I used to call his utter, you know, so. <laughs> but, but so so he goes in and he gets cleaned up oh, and he God. comes walking out now looking at least at least fresher, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then I had to look at him like, is that that same fucking. Because. I was so I'm like thinking all these fucking guys are gonna kill me. So I'm I'm walking up to I'm walking up to the ugliest, meanest, baddest looking dudes I can, trying to make friends with them. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that's I'm You're like trying to make friends. That's great. Well, and I did. I didn't want to die. You know, I mean, at that point, yeah, surprisingly, yeah, no, I didn't want to die. But oh, mm -hmm. real quick, and I I just thought about this dude the other day, Mike. Do you remember Leon? I don't remember his last mm. name, but he was he was like um, psycho in stripes anyone looks at me yeah. i'll kill you yeah, yeah, yeah. do you remember him and it's I like do. um i i've never heard of him oh yeah well he was in the keating center with us and this dude was okay. i mean he was on fucking edge and i went up one time and i'm like hey bud how you doing about I, to blow yeah and i patted him on the back and he turns around and he's like don't ever fucking touch me again oh lord this is, this is <laughs> me again thinking i'm gonna die to begin with and this dude i think yeah. he really killed somebody uh, but I might mean, have. He light he lightened up at the end, but yeah, he was just this. He was a fucking weirdo, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyhow, so it was. Mike was a little scary, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting, very interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That was that was the best descriptive word I think. He's very ever. interesting. Yes, and and who knew he's a big old softy? You know? <laughs> who knew? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how many we should we should actually uh, we should have kept track of that. How many times he used to call a softy and a teddy bear and everything else <laughs> on here? <laughs> Everyone. Nobody is safe, man. I'm throwing everybody under the bus. I know. Yeah, it got brought it got brought up a lot. So. So anyhow, yeah. so at, at that time again, so you're everyone's telling you just leave Tony alone. You got to make the choice. And, and now all of yeah. us understand the why behind that. We get it. Um, but yeah, but you guys ended up seeing each other from what Tony said at like a meeting or something, or you'd run across each other every once in a while, right? Yeah, because Tony's a stalker. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I think he found me at uh, Purit, uh, not Puritus, uh, Superior. Mm. Superior. He came walking in. I almost died. I'm surrounded by all my girls, and I actually love when he tells that story. I still tear up because he's like, "You were just glowing, and you were just surrounded by all these girls." And you know, oh man, that yeah, I was. I mean, it's mm. like we didn't have all these years of marriage, you know, like. Oh, it, it was crazy. We dated like all over again. It was right. like all brand new. I mean, we hadn't known each other sober. I do want to say something about those bonds, though. Um, you guys still have that bond. You know, you guys are still friends and are, you know, like mm -hmm. our whole group of friends and just those those bonds that just you're going to have forever. You know, so this mutual friend, Jeff, that I was talking about that kept telling me to go to, you know, Jean Marie's like, find Melissa. You know, Melissa's there. And that's what I did. So, and uh, she was talking about how she's asking her mom for a coffee pot. So that's why I went to her because she had coffee. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. So, yeah, that's kind of how that happened. And, uh, yeah, she, she was such a, oh, man, a huge 
part of my sobriety, just, you know, telling me just like it is, hurting my feelings, making me cry, you know. And I remember it be God's hour, and she was roommates with uh, Haley, who was, I think was only 19 at the time. They're loud as fuck, right? They're going and <laughs> laughing and talking, but I'm shut up, you know, and they're like, fuck you, Angel, you know, and like we did this like every night during God's hour, right? Because I, I mean, like I went to treatment in my 30s, you know, all, all these are all youngins, you know, right. like, God, yeah, it, it was rough, man. It was rough being the older one. Well, um, yeah, we were, we were in our 40s and there was a bunch of youngins here. What the yeah, youngins? it's, it's, yeah. it's annoying, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, built those bonds strong. Yeah, so me and Tony started dating and, um, you know, we're taking the, you know, the bus downtown, the rap, whatever, the bus, the rapid downtown. And, um, <clears throat> I remember when we first got our first overnight and, you know, um, he had to do his fourth and fifth step before we could even talk. And I remember I would call him, but I would block my number cause he's, he's crazy. <laughs> um, he's crazy about me. So, um, yeah, I blocked my number and, you know, he wasn't, like I said, he wasn't ahead in the steps, you know, like he was having a hard time finding a sponsor and, you know, this and that. So, um, he'd get all, you know, nasty with me and stuff. I hang up on him and he'd have to wait a whole nother week to talk to me because he couldn't call me back. So he would go to his sponsor who's now passed away. God rest his soul. Um, Todd and, you know, he'd be like, uh, you know, Todd, she hung up on me, you know, and he's like, just whatever she says, just say, okay. I, I wish it was still like that today. I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> whatever she says, just say, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we, we started dating and uh, let's see, we didn't move in together until we were almost two years sober. Um, and that was a whole process. You know, he goes out, you know, apart apartment hunting. Now, Tony's really good at faith and I'm not. I, I feel like as women and as mothers, and I know a lot of women can relate to this, like we're used to controlling shit, you know, we're used to making the decisions and, you know, taking care of things and it's so hard and worrying about literally everything. I mean, it's so hard for me to let shit go, right? And I'm like, no, we can't move in together, you know, but I'm so sick of living at Cecilia with all these women. And, you know, like I, I'm on my third group of women. I've been there so damn long, you know, at Cecilia. Right. So I'm like, I got to get out of here, you know? So, um, so he actually found the apartment and the VA, because um, Tony's a vet, actually uh, paid our first six months rent. They gave him gave us some stuff. And my mom bought me the ugliest couch in the world for $40 at a garage sale. You see them on all the movies, those shiny ones, you know, sure. with all the flowers and the wood. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just... Um, you know, we moved in and everything's just so separate, right? He's got, you know, his guys, I got my girls and, you know, we, we still do that today. Like Megan said, we don't sit together, you know, we may drive together, but I'm with the girls, he's with the guys. Mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so we move in together, uh, things start, you know, th things are rough. He, he owes a lot of back child support, right? <laughs> um, and now we're responsible for it. Now we're responsible. So, uh, yeah, uh, we were pretty poor and, um, that's okay. That's okay. But, you know, we, we, um, we did it. We maintained our sobriety. Um, you know, he was talking about, you know, making the bed. Um, I'm usually in it. Well, when I get out of it, there's a cat in it. So <laughs> a lot of days the bed don't get made, but, um, 
keep well the beginnings, you know, like uh, all through COVID and stuff, you know, just my support group and, you know, not being able to get to meetings and, you know, keeping in touch with the girls and, you know, doing something AA every day. And um, I do have to tell you, I'm going to tell on myself, um, I um, was kind of lost, you know, like during COVID. You know how you don't know that you're lost until you're found? Oh, yeah. Does that make any sense? Oh, yeah, okay. So I got kind of lost because what happened was I, I got a new sponsor and I'm like, you know, I'm never going back to Berea, right? I'm not doing it. I'm going to be a rebellion child and I'm not, I'm not doing Berea. I'm going to make 1250 my home group because I've always loved 1250, right? So I do this and then 1250 shuts down for two years because of COVID. And we try doing it on Zoom and it's not working. And, you know, I get another home group for about a year. And then just recently, actually for Berea's anniversary, I went back and, um, <clears throat> I signed the roster last week. <laughs> Go figure. All my rebellion, you know, the prodigal child comes back, right? You always go back to your roots. And uh, it's just where I feel safe and where I feel comfortable. And um, I also, you know, like I was so regimented for so many years, you know, I wouldn't touch my phone until I prayed and did my meditation. And you know, routine, 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 right? I was out of my routine. So I don't pray for a couple of days, right? And I'm like, well, I'm fine. I'm okay. You know, like I'm not good. I'm not bad. I'm just okay. Um, so then, you know, I pray once a week, you know, um, haven't done my meditation since February. <laughs> so, um, but I'm okay. Um, so Tony makes me a sign. So I, I tell him and he's like, wow, you never told me that. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. Cause you're going to, you know, make me do it. Right. So, um, <laughs> right. So he made me a sign, right. First thing I do in the morning is go have a cigarette, you know, in our laundry room. Cause we don't smoke in the house. And, uh, yeah, he made me a sign that says pray with a smiley face. And for the last several weeks, I don't touch my phone until I pray and meditate. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like no matter how far, you know, you, you stray, you, you can come back, you know, you could, mm -hmm. I just had to get back into my routine. You know, right. that's, that's really what it was. And, um, I do want to say that, um, you know, my sober song is uh, pink sober and actually I'm going to, uh, the concert, uh, with my daughter-in-law who is like one of my besties. Now we talk like every day, go figure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> It was really rough there for a little bit, you know, but we had the hard conversations and, you know, because of this program, um, yeah, we talk every day and, um, you know, just great relationship with the kids. Um, I, I'm all over the place. I know. I'm sorry. That's just how my brain well, works. <laughs> but um, so pink, so uh, sober and, and those lyrics, you know, just, just really speak to me. And it says, um, why do I feel the party's over? And that's how I felt when I went to Jean Marie. Like I got as high as I could. I did everything I could. And it, but I knew, I knew it was the end. And I don't know how I knew that. And I didn't necessarily, you know, like know what I was doing or want to be away from Tony or want to be sober. But I knew if I didn't do something, this was going to be my life. And I was going to end up in prison for the rest of my life. And that was just not okay. Um, <clears throat> So the party was definitely over. And then the other part is, how do I feel this good sober? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you the answer to that. Grandbabies. Grandbabies <laughs> is how you feel this good sober. Right? Am I right? Yeah. We all, yeah. We all have them. Yep. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I get chills 
talking about those babies because just hearing them say Oma and Opa, just, I mean, wow. Like, it's just indescribable, right? They're your second chance. They're your do-over. And mm-hmm. man, it's just awesome. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, did did I do the end of my story? I don't know. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Here's, here's, I'm still all over the place. I know. Here, here's the thing. There's no there's no real structure. You First of all, I think you did perfectly fine. Great story. Telling mm-hmm. all that shit. There's... Believe me, we're not going to sit back and be like, well, uh, you missed this part. <laughs> You're not going to critique no, me. No, no I no, love but, the, the loose format. No, love but the, it. the other thing, too, when you, you mentioned so much about the, the routine, number one, and Mike and I, it, so here's the cool part. We've talked about this. Um, every person we've had on now from Cleveland, which you're going to be, you know, you're the fourth person now, um, but we, we talked about Cleveland and we talked about you guys and we talked about Cleveland AA and what we were taught and how we were brought up and all those sort of things. And what's cool is that we haven't told any one of you guys what to say, but every one of you guys is, has literally reiterated everything that Mike and I have talked about, right, Mike, in the last mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Know, 14 or 15 months since we've been doing this, because that's cool, you know, because the, if it weren't for the routine, um, and I've talked about it openly that first nine months, I didn't get my head out of my ass till, you know, till I was like nine months sober. I like <sighs> and when you said, um, not knowing you were lost until you were found, that's a, yeah. right away that came in, into play. I didn't realize how, uh, how fucking on edge I was for nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a, had a structure, I had a routine. I had people around me. Again, you talk about your girls, you know, these dudes that were around me, Mike included Michael you know, is another one, Frankie. I mean, all these guys that were, that were in the Keating center with us, I didn't know Tony then, you know, um, mm. obviously at that point, but all these guys, I just, I followed this routine and did this thing, you know? Um, but yeah, I just did, I don't know. And that it made me feel very nervous <laughs> when you said <laughs> about your, the prayer and meditation thing, because, mm-hmm. um, I seriously, and, and it's good that you, that you got back into it. I don't think it's a requirement. Yeah for anyone. There's nothing written down technically. I mean, it talks about it in the book and all those different things. I get all that stuff. Some people do it. Some people don't. Um, but yeah, I would be, uh, shit. I mean, with the day our mom died, you know, I, I told my sister, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my, my readings and my prayers. I can't, I can't do mm-hmm. anything else until I do that, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's not for everybody. That's not Tony's routine, but it's my routine, right. right? you know, and it's what works for me. And every, everybody has that something different, right. you know, but with, um, but that they it. do with all the same goal, right. All, all sober, but you know, everybody, everybody has their thing and, and that was mine and I got away from it and it feels real good to be back, back with it. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, that's, yeah. you know, once you were saying that, you know, it reminded me of when we ran into, uh, Chris at uh, mm-hmm. Stella's a couple weeks ago, you right. know, and it's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same story every time somebody goes out and lucky enough to come back, you know, I mean, I don't yeah. even have to ask what happened anymore. I know what happened. They stopped. Right. Right. Stop. Stop going that to meetings. Stop praying. Stop. Yep. It all stop falls doing. apart. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, no matter what, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to say, please, I'm going to do my readings. I'm going to try to be the best boy I can be all day long. At night, That's I'm right. going to lay down. I'm going to say thank you. And, you know, every day, every day, every Friday, I'm going to get pizza. I did this Friday. 
You know, I'm going to make yeah. the fucking bed in the morning because, you know, I don't have a cat or a Tony in it. And... <laughs> not, not today. Listen, Tony gets up way before I do. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't have yeah. an angel in it. And... <laughs> right. There you go. Or a cat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I can't stop. You know, my favorite reading in the big book, and I've said it on here a million times, and I'll say it a million times more. There is no cure for alcoholism. All we get is a daily reprieve contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. I got to do That's the maintenance right. every day. Right. That's, That's right. All. And if I do it, right. I stay sober. If I don't right. do it. And I, I did stuff. I did stuff. Oh, sure. I just I didn't know. do my routine. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, yeah. It's almost like, you know, you're testing yourself, but you don't know you're mm-hmm. testing yourself. And then you're like, shit, <laughs> why am I even playing with that? You know, like because... this has worked for 10 years. <laughs> right. Because we're yeah. fucking drunks and we Yeah, and we are. And, yeah. And, and we fucking think we can do it. With, That's you know, right. I, I, could, I could let that go. I could do it my way. I could do it this different way. Sure. I can, sure. No, nope, nope. like I ran away from home, right? And <laughs> now I'm back. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> so we uh, we were Mike just mentioned Stella. So we went to uh, Stella Marist. It was two. Well, yeah, coming up on two weeks ago Saturday when we were yeah. there, and we were right. just looking for a meeting to go to because that was Mike's anniversary, and we do like to go to. I don't go to that many meetings anymore, but when when I'm in Cleveland, I love them. You know, so neither one of us have been to Stella. It's a new place. We get there, blah blah blah. We're sitting down, and first thing. There was a smoke detector, which had a battery going because I'm, you know, sitting there to begin with. I'm like, what the, where the fuck is that? And I knew what it was. I literally, and Mike can attest to this. I'm staring, looking at I'm like, which fucking, I'm like, it's a smoke detector. Oh, it's the most annoying sound in the entire oh, it, world. It was driving me, oh, it was driving me crazy. And it used to happen in an apartment building I was in. And, um, you know, because you could call maintenance a couple of times because it was one at the top of the stairs right outside the door of the apartment I lived in. One at the bottom of the stairs too, and I'd hear this beep. I'd go down there with a step stool and a fucking battery and change it because I couldn't stand it, <laughs> you know. But then, but then, yeah. So two guys, two guys that had been in the Keating Center at the time that we were, mm. um, Chris, and then the other guy, uh, Bob. Bob. And he, yep. Bob, mm. Bob walked in first, and I'm like, I'm like, right, right out. I'm like, what's this? Because it again, it's been a while since I've seen him, so I picked up on his name right away. He comes up and he's like, oh, you know, gives me kind of like the shake your hand hug. And then Mike gives him the shake your hand (laughs) hug, you know, the dude hug. And then, um, Mm -hmm. right. And he's like, he goes, oh, you two, you guys, two guys are still hanging out. And I'm like, yep, still hanging out. And, uh, yeah, and then, those bonds are strong. But then, boy. you know, he was walking away. Yeah. And then I'm like, I looked at Mike. I'm like, yeah, we're still fucking sober, too. <laughs> now, but, but here's, here's the thing. So, and Mike and I talked about this a couple of things. This is, that's part of my problem, which I, which I come up to. It's the, it's the, the confidence and the, in the gratitude and the, the happiness that leads into egotism with me. And to begin with, I didn't mean it that way, but it came out of my mouth that way. Like, yeah, fuck, man, I mm-hmm. stayed sober. Um, you know, yeah. but, but then I got to step back. I'm like, ah, shit. You know, I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. Remember if I said those words, Mike? But I, no, right, I, right. I wasn't trying to like gloat on it, but I think in my head that, right. you know. Um, but yeah, yeah but, but after, the but meeting, you know, like it wears on you, right? It wears on you because you see the same people coming in and out and in and out, and it's like, aren't you tired? Right. You know, right. like it's so exhausting. You don't ever get a day off from this shit. You know. Well, right. and with when we saw yeah. when we saw Chris, same thing. I mean, I, when we see guys come come back in like that, and it's been years since we've asked somebody what happened because, like Mike said, we know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I asked yeah, Chris, I just said because I, you know, he had posted openly about that he was going to de- detox and rehab and this and that. I didn't know he yeah. was back at the uh, the Keating Center, but um, the only thing I asked him, I'm like, "How are you doing?" 
And he's like, well, mm. and that, that's it. I just asked him, how are you doing? Because I mean, I knew, but but still, yeah, I mean, that's, a, you know. that's a polite thing to ask. I was going to ask him what happened. I knew, knew what fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what fucking happened, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> and, yep. and again, you know, that's that's part of it. I, I Sometimes I, I, I want to be a dick because it's fun. You know, but yeah. but I didn't. I don't. I, I wasn't meaning to be a dick, saying, "Well, yeah, we stayed sober," because this part of me is like, "Fuck yeah, we stayed sober." You know, um, but yeah. I don't. I don't mean it to come out that way. But it just it is. It's a, it's that it's like, there's that that egotism and that. It's hard though, pride, right? Yeah, because our egos are the problem. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. our egos are definitely the problem. Oh, and I'm a, I'm a huge fucking egotist. That hasn't. Well, it's <laughs> it's changed. It's it's lessened, but you know. So, but even then, that's a great example of I just I just fucking lie because it hasn't got any better. I I was sitting in a meeting yeah. of Alcoholics Anonymous and I was a dick and an egotistical dick. <laughs> I'm so fucking sober, dude. Yeah, whatever. But well, I didn't... no, honestly, you didn't say it to his face. He no. said it to me after he walked away. Right. Oh, well, see, that's okay. <laughs> right. That's all right. It's still. Yeah. We all have though. our person. Yeah. But see, but see, the thing of it is, I know better. It's not right. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it would have been, yeah, yeah if I, if well, I would have said it to him. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, not, then I'd have fucked with you. That would have been way right. worse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and when we were talking to Chris after the meeting, you know, he was kind of going, yeah, you know, this and that. And I just, I did. I looked at him square in the face and I said, yeah, you stopped, didn't you? And he went, yeah. yeah. And I went, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Now yeah. you know what to fucking do. Don't stop. Right. That's right. Because we, we can't. You know, that's the, yes, we have choices today. I could choose not to go to a meeting. I could choose not to do this podcast. I could, ch- I have choices in my life today. That's right. Know? But if I choose not to do these things, eventually I'm not going to have a fucking choice. I'm thoroughly convinced <laughs> of that. Right. You know? Right. Right. If I, if I make the wrong choices too often, I'm not going to have a choice and I'm going to get loaded and I'm going to fucking tear everything up again. I'd that's rather right. not do that today. That's right. Well, that's in right. the, the the best story in in this this guy over here, the one that's labeled fuckhead on on our podcast. I see that. that Hi, Angel, <laughs> Bill, and fuckhead. Yeah, yep. right. Angel. Angel. <laughs> it's program of honesty, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so and I don't know if you've ever heard this story before, and I'm, we've told it on here a couple of times, but I think it's worth repeating. So, the the whole point of what we were just talking about. Now we know what happens to people. I didn't for the longest time, every single time mm-hmm. that, that somebody, um, cause we had, I mean, God, when we were in the three quarter house and up to that point, um, mm-hmm. I mean, all the time, you know, people would go out and come back and go out and come back every time they came back, yeah. you know, I'm listening. Cause there are all these guys who are telling their fucking stories, you know, and they're like, they're like, Oh, and I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, it was a Tuesday. It was raining and he went here. So I can't do that. And then the next guy, it'd be, it'd be mm. a Wednesday, and it was sunny, and then this happened. You're trying to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, I, yeah. literally, I was driving myself crazy, and we were at the, we right. the three-quarter house um, at, on Cecilia. And Mike is standing at the door of our bedroom and I'm by the bathroom upstairs. And I'm just telling him like, all these fucking guys keep going out, man. I'm like, all we're told, we're told don't drink, but we're like, just all the time, just told pray, go to meetings, try to help another alcoholic. I'm like, dude, can it be that simple? And Mike says, it is. (laughs) And I said, yes. And I walked away. Yes. (laughs) Right. I know you did. So so here's, here's the thing. Drop the mic. But Exactly. But here's the thing. That was a key pivotal moment in, in my sobriety. I, he and I were literally at the same point doing the same things, going to the same meetings, taught the same things, all literally staying in the same fucking bedroom. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and I didn't yeah. get it. He did, you know? And right, right. And I, I am so grateful for that moment and for him for being able to understand those things. I don't know how, how many times on the podcast I've lost count. Michael say some mm-hmm. shit and I'm like, really? I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fuck me. I just, I, Bill, are you a bit of a dingbat like I am? Are we fellow dingbats? You know what? And an overthinker? You overthinker, huh? Overthinker, yes. I try <laughs> to overthinker, overthinker, yes. yes. O- overthinker <laughs> all the time. I always, in, in, you know, in certain parts of my life, all these different things are, are wonderful for me to question and, and think and, and, yeah, you know, think all these things through, but not in this thing, you know? So, no, listen, when it clicks, it clicks, you know? But I, but yeah. I do, I, I overthink things all the time and I overcomplicate things. And he's been the yeah. one for 13 years now that, that has been that voice of reason. And, and I appreciate it, you know, because that's fucking yeah. frightening, but yes. Well, yeah. Well, you know <laughs> hey, we all have that. We all, well, hopefully we all have that, that mm-hmm. person, the, you know, that keeps you grounded. And the thing and, of it is, Mike, yeah. you, you know, it's true. And it just, it is what it is. You've got this, you've got this way of just seeing a little bit more clearly and shit than I do, you know, specifically with this, this type of thing. And I don't, you know, whatever it is. And I wanted to yeah. figure out, I needed to figure out the why behind everything. And once again, in, in, you had to know why in certain areas yeah. of my life. It is all these things are very, they're, they're assets. They're not liabilities for me. They're, they're things mm-hmm. that help me right. be the person I want to be and do the things I want to do. But in this thing, I need to just sit down, shut up <laughs> and, yeah. and keep it fucking right. And there's some really intelligent people in these rooms and they just think themselves right out. Jeff yeah. being one of them, you know, yeah. Jeff, Jeff's not in the program right now and he's, He's off the chart. I mean, that dude's got a, like a photographic memory. He can recite, you know, the history channel, you know, of episode, whatever, many years, you know, but over you know, like, man, it's, it's so simple, but we make it so complicated. Right. And I'm, yeah. you know, and I, I overthought myself out of the rooms, you know, long time ago, many times. And, and, yeah. I, and this time I knew I couldn't do that. So yeah, I, right. I, I came in with that mindset of, you know, look, asshole, you don't know this. It is fucking simple. Just do it. And, and so far, 13 years later, it's working. Right. I, I really think the intelligent people have the hardest time. Mike, you're mm-hmm. you're super intelligent. I mean, you can recite yeah. songs and artists and what year right. it came out and da-da-da-da, you know. And, Bill, you're you're intelligent as well, you know. Like, it, it just we complicate it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it can't be that simple, but it literally is that yeah. simple. Well, but the, mm-hmm. the yeah. other thing, and, and like, like Mike just said, I mean, and he's been open about it. I mean, this wasn't his first time, you know. So, I mean, he had that, that beauty of the experience. Um, and yeah. all, all that I had was... My dad was sober. I heard shit about AA. He was, uh, you know, a member of the program, sober for 29 years. And But I always, you know, say it, it was just enough to make me dangerous because I thought I understood things, but I had no fucking clue. You know, whereas, right. whereas Mike, I mean, went through even things that he didn't necessarily agree with, didn't hold on to at that time. But I mean, thankfully, mm-hmm. taking that experience and, and still, the if you listen to, um, if you ever want to listen back to some really bad audio, but a great a couple of great stories. Um, our, our fourth episode, we went through the, the first 30 days and we talk about, if you listen to Mike's story, the day he came to the Keating center versus mine, um, mm-hmm. they're literally polar opposites. 
you know, he, yeah. um, his mindset going in versus mine and, and, and that, that. But you guys are the best of friends and, and Melissa and I couldn't be more opposite as well, right. you know, right. but it, it, it balances, you know, like you need that, you know, mm-hmm. you don't need someone just like you, especially in this program, <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't, right? Mike, the last thing I need is another me. <laughs> right. Well, but could you, Mike, could you imagine if, if you thought the same way that I did, we would be a fucking oh, mess. Gosh. I, we oh, yeah. Yes. Right. It would work. Right. <laughs> so all of my fucking harebrained ideas over the years, we would have done all of them. We would have fucking done all of them, you know, in, yeah. in I don't know. But, um, but we got such a great, great support mm-hmm. group and poker is just so much fun. Mm-hmm. I remember we got invited to the last one at their Lakewood apartment oh, yeah. before yeah, they right. moved to the house. And that's when we joined poker. And I think that's when I met you, Bill. Um, but you were always, you know, like you're, you're Wisconsin, right. <laughs> you know, but then, yeah, we had some really good conversations at poker. And I, I just remember how I met everybody. Like I'm a real people person, you know, like I, I remember things about people. Like if you say, you know, we're walking in the mall and you're like, oh, I love that. I'll, I'll remember that, you know, like it, it's just, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but I just find people so interesting. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then Megan came in and she did, um, a, a very long fifth step with a girl and <laughs> I'll just, I'm like, wow, <laughs> like she's really wants to be sober. I mean, this is like an all day affair. Like, I, I think it was like a 10, 12 hours fist up or something like that you know and then you know of course I was in treatment with Molly and I told you how I met Mike and um yeah I mean you know Michael met him at poker and just man we we got a great group we really we do. do well and it was um but well, when when Megan and Michael got married um I yeah I came back from Wisconsin for the wedding because I had just I was in Cleveland for three years and whatever it was four months three months something like that yeah see we missed all yeah. that because we what well, we were a year sober when Megan and Mike got married, right? Because you said yeah, yeah. what they got married. Uh, November of 2013. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. So we just missed that whole shindig. Yeah, and it was, well, it was, that was one of the best weddings I've ever been to because I mean, first of I all, know, it was I heard. my first sober wedding, but um, yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, because I, yeah, so I moved back to Wisconsin July of 2013, but I came back to Cleveland a lot those first what first two three years right mike i think probably mm-hmm. yeah um yeah you know, but one of the things that mike and i we were just talking about it with um i don't know if it was with ashley or with melissa but we we basically made a made a decision we're like when i moved like so we're we're getting back together specifically for two things every year our anniversary weekend which we just did two weeks ago right and then yep. founder's day which the only time you know again the fucking pandemic but the world <laughs> that happened to the world oh man you know, but other i think that's so cool you guys do that you know you eat pizza on fridays mm-hmm. and you guys do a holiday isn't it easter um yeah we do Is easter it... and thanksgiving yep yeah yeah I, that's so cool well, the... you guys I, like you make it a point like every year you know mm-hmm. you do founder's day you do easter you do thanksgiving you have pizza on Friday. i mean that that's the shit well, and that's he, the shit I mean, right Mike's there it's been part of part of this this family now for, you know, for 12 fucking years, you know? So, um, yeah. And that's why, you know, I, he just, yeah, everyone, I mean, he's everyone in our family considers him family and he's the same way, you know? Oh, I so, know. Yeah. When you said our, our, sorry, our, um, our mom, mm-hmm. you know, like when you guys' mom passed, yeah, which yeah. was so sad, but yeah. Well, and it's, it yeah. was funny because I, very just, close. A couple of people asked us about that. They're like, they're like, well, I didn't know you guys were brothers. Well, I'm like, well, we're not, but. <laughs> You know, right. and, and we had the, when well, we did the episode for, you know, for our mom, you know, right after she had passed, you know, same thing. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah she was my biological mom, but, 
you know, it's the same, it's the same deal. I mean, he was around her for, you know, mm-hmm. almost 12 years, you know, so. And of course. And aren't we all like that though? None of us are blood, but we're all family. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, the, the group closer than some family members, closer oh, than some yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah. We, <laughs> all you people are way closer than any of my family ever was. Right. So, yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. But yeah, the, yeah. I mean, we talk about the, I mean, our friends in Cleveland all the time, you know, cause there is uh and I mean, great. I was, I was born in Ohio, but I spent the majority of my, you know, my time and my adulthood in Wisconsin. But to me, you know, Cleveland is my, my sober home. And I feel the most, that's one of the reasons I came back so much to begin with. And I, Mike, I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but it was like every two, three months, even though I was going to meetings all the time and doing everything I should have mm-hmm. done when I moved to Wisconsin, but I get, I get a little, little weird, little squirrely and I, I'd, I'd mm-hmm. go back to Cleveland, you know, for a weekend and right. it grounded me again. Cause then I'd go do group with Mike and we'd go see people and we hit a meeting and mm-hmm. um, it was just, even though, again, I was, I was still hitting a lot of meetings when I first moved out there, but it was, and I still, every time I come back to Cleveland, I walk into a meeting and all those sort of things, shit, just at Stella, how, dude, how, how many dudes did we see there that we knew? I mean, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, probably a, a solid third of the meeting. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and other people were kind of like, God, that, that dude looks familiar, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> well, you guys have mentioned it so many times. I mean, hands down, Cleveland has the best oh, AA. Yep, I mean, absolutely. people come from all around to get sober in Cleveland. There's a reason mm-hmm. for that. You know, right. we got really good AA. Well, I, Very lucky. My, my Very family blessed, sent me out there because it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we got free treatment too yeah exactly you can't find that everywhere yeah nope. i mean that's a bonus all of us well, yeah seriously there very was, poor uh, when we come in it was, it was my my sister my cousin in boston people in cleveland everyone all over the place trying to figure out a place but i mean it in what to do with you exactly yeah yeah what, and literally yeah do with your drunk ass they had to figure that out while i was comatose and detox <laughs> uh, but but there was like um one of the, I think the, I think the hospital recommended to Kathy, our, our sister Kathy, um, said, "Well, would outpatient work?" And Kathy thankfully made the call and said, "No, outpatient, yeah, like an IOP type of thing." <laughs> right. and, and again, I uh, never say never, whatever, but I don't think that's what I needed, you know. And I, you don't think no. so? <laughs> but you know, because outpatient works so well. I mean, we'd all do outpatient, right? If we well, could. And, and here's the thing: in in Wisconsin, there's a there's a couple of uh, there's a hospital in particular that's not too far away from the the club I used to go for or go to for the meetings. Um, a ton of people yeah. that I knew um, went through that IOP program and were had years of sobriety. So it again, I I think it has to do with the person. That's not what I needed. <laughs> it does. No, I mean, when you're ready, you're right. ready, and. I do believe that, you know, like anybody can sponsor you if you're ready. Nobody can sponsor you if you're not ready. <laughs> right. And, and the, yeah, that's the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> that just reminded yeah. me there was this, there was this fucking dude. Do you remember the dude in the three quarter house, Mike, that had that really fucking loud Dodge Ram pickup, the, the short bed <laughs> green? I don't know. God, no. Okay. He was, he, let Bill in his memory oh, remembering yeah, shit. I, Mike's like, no. I, re- I, remember, <laughs> I remember the people that right. caused me grief. <laughs> um, mm, right. Oh, okay. But so, okay. so this this dude would, um, it was one of the ones, I think he was an attic dweller. You know, I think it was one of those dudes. Ah, one of those. Yeah. Attic dweller. Yeah, well, we had, oh, we had a few of them. But so the. Yeah, so did we. So a yeah. couple of these people mm-hmm. that like when, because Marty gave us this responsibility kind of inadvertently, you know, tell us to keep shit straight and let them know, blah, blah, blah. But he expected us to mm-hmm. keep people in line, you know? 
So um, these new people come in and we give them the rundown. This is what happens to happen, especially when it comes to curfews or whatever. And this dude would either show up right, right. at 11 or a couple of minutes after. And, you know, we kept, mm. I remember a couple of times we finally had a conversation with him. Like, dude, you have to, you know, this is going to end up falling on us. Cause we're, it basically, we don't want to get, we don't need Marty. <laughs> we're going to get in we, trouble. We don't need Marty up <laughs> in our shit, you know? Yeah. Yet, yeah. I remember this guy just reminded me of the sponsor sponsor thing. You just said, he's like, my spa I was with my sponsor and he's always talk about his sponsor and he's like every yeah. time he's like sure. liar it's basically basically <laughs> saying that he he's fine because of his sponsor we're like what your sponsor has nothing right. to do with anything you know if you, if you choose to drink <laughs> and then i think probably somebody threw up examples how many people do you think jack fucking mohal you know sponsored that didn't stay sober <laughs> he was one of the greatest right. guys on the planet bill fucking yeah bill fucking wilson dr fucking bob it didn't matter right right <laughs> That doesn't. We think we're so special. We think we're so special. Doesn't prove anything to me. It got such a fucking knob. Oh, right. Such a fucking knob. Getting you guys in trouble. Yeah, but I mean, really, was and we were, and we we've talked about it a couple of times that we still have. I mean, a huge, possibly fearful respect for Marty. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to cross Mm, him. Sure. I mean, I, I I adore him. I love the dude. You know, but I, I don't want to. Yeah. Get. I don't want to fuck with him. No, right. <laughs> no. Not even one little bit. I agree. No, there's always that level of respect, even though, you know, he's another drunk, but yeah. <laughs> Same with Katie. There's always that level of respect, you know, right. that you, you don't cross. Right. Yeah. Which is which is the way it should I get be. get it. It's the way it should be. Yeah, for sure. So I, I wrote down the, sure. the Georgia thing. So is Tony's family still lives there, right? Yeah, his uh, parents actually moved down there. His mom has right. passed away, but yeah, his dad's down there. His brothers, cousins. Um, he has a sister here. No one knows a lot, you know. You have a sister because <laughs> it's him and his two brothers. But yeah, his sister lives here. But yeah, most of his family is in Georgia. So there's got to be some Walking Dead freaks on here. So is that where you guys went? The Walking yeah. Dead was that in Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And actually, it's in Sonoy. Georgia, if you want to say it the proper way, like they do, it's not Sonoya, it's Sonoy. Um, that's where his dad lives, okay. and that's where The Walking Dead is. So we just go right across the street into the little town, <laughs> <clears throat> and it is this quaint little town, just like you picture. You know, um, there's a post office, there's a movie store, a gas station. I think one guy owns everything, at least he did when we lived there. His name is Crook. Yeah, so that's funny. Um, yeah, it's Crook's Grocery Store, Crook's Gas Station. But um, yeah, so we didn't get to meet anybody famous or anything. But, you know, we saw the filming. They got the big walls up. And, you know, they have the little coffee shop where you can go downstairs and see all the memorabilia. Right. We have magnets and shirts and sweatshirts. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Very cool. I just remember uh, you guys taking those pictures. And that's when I watched it all the time. So yeah. our, our sister, um, Kathy is the one that she was a huge walking dead fan. And I know that when, yeah. um, at the time that you guys were taking those pictures, I think I showed her the pictures on Facebook. So, but, um, yeah, she'll, she'll probably, yeah. she'll probably appreciate this part, but, uh, it just went, yeah. When you said Very that, I'm like, cool. I, I, I remembered that you guys, you guys had taken pictures with that stuff. So yeah, it's just, I don't know, kind of, kind of an off, uh, you know, off the wall type of question, but that's what I thought. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's very cool. And it, it's right in, yeah. Right in dad's little town. That's where we lived too. When we were down there, we lived in uh, Sonoy and um, we rented a house. Um, the lady um, had a horse ranch and she had like 300 acres. So she had these three little houses and we lived in the one in the middle when we left 
they tore that fucker down. <laughs> They're like, okay, so you're you're a Yankee, but if you come down and stay, then you're a damn Yankee. So we were the damn Yankees, and they're like, man, they're gone. We're burning that shit down. <laughs> we're tearing that shit down. Yeah. It was an old, old house, though, but we think it's funny right. that, you know, yeah, they got rid of that house and we left. It's tarnished <laughs> by the northerners. <laughs> so in the baggers. Right. So you know what? In, yeah. I had made a note. I meant to do this uh, in the in the beginning. Do you want to? Should we read off our the review that we got, Mike? Do you want to? We read that. Off you know people? what? Do it to it. Okay. So do you want me to read it, or do you want to read it? You care? I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Hang on one second here. So um, we don't get. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> but it's only reason I have it. It's on. It's on my phone because I did the screenshot to send it to you. That's why I was. Right. That's why I was asking. No, I mean, yeah, I could pull it up, but whatever. No, it's cool. But um, so we don't actually get that many reviews, but people can do reviews on our on our website or on any one of the podcast players. And for anyone who's listening to this, please, if nothing else, go on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening to, just give us a five-star rating. What it does, if nothing else, is it raises us up in the list of podcasts. So there may be somebody out there that might want to listen to some of the shit that comes out of our mouths. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but people might. So to, to possibly right. possibly help somebody else, you at least give us a five-star right. rating. So, Or at least one of our guests. Right, exactly. So, um, nice. so we get this review and this came on our website, but it it starts off the title of the re- review is what's in a name, which I thought was cool to begin with. So it says, mm-hmm. uh, while sampling the all you can eat buffet of sober podcasts out there, I stumbled upon this one. The name alone drew me in, but the two hosts, both longtime sober dudes, both immature, <laughs> but one decidingly more, in capital letters, more immature than the other, uh, kept me coming back for seconds and thirds. It's a balanced plate of serious recovery stuff, spiced with cussing, generous generous slices of stupid banter that makes me laugh out loud. (laughs) I just keep coming back for more. I never know what in capital letters, what they are going to serve up next, but I know I'll learn something useful to keep me sober. And then it ends up with love you guys. So, um, Wow, that's that nice? good. And mm-hmm. you know, y'all are a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I love leave it. That one alone for a minute. So, so I I saw the because uh, I'm like, God, one of us is more. And then I I sent it to Mike, and he's like, he goes, I thought we were both pretty even. I'm like, I think so too. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, ooh, let me look on Instagram. Interesting. So I looked on Instagram, and I um I could figure out who it was by the name on there. So first of all, it's a yeah. female, which is cool because we have um a more more male populated more more male listeners on our podcast but more female followers on instagram weird kind of mix but it is mm-hmm. what it is so more dudes actually listen than than females in the podcast so it's okay wait let me stop you is that why tony has the most listens because you have more dudes because one of us girls has got to knock him out of the top i'm just <laughs> well, saying the, just well, saying. The, our, our number one episode is a female so it's one that was Okay, good. Of, yeah, okay, one good. One of our guests, but I mean, she has, she's got a good story, but she has like 35 or 40,000 followers. She's got, and she does, she does good oh, work. Nice. People too. She's, she's cool. Nice. Um, but mm-hmm. so I find the person on Instagram and I, I message her and I'm like, thank you very much, blah, 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 this and that. But I'm like, so who's, who's the one that's more immature? And she comes back and she's <laughs> like, uh, she goes, oh, you're welcome. Just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, well, wait a second. I'm like, wait, wait. A, minute. wait a minute. I'm like, 
can can you, can you tell us, you know, who's the one? And I'm like, it's not more in capital letters, right? We need to know. I'm like, it's, it's not going to offend us. I'm like, this is almost a competition between us at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Who can be more of a knob? Yeah. So, um, so then she comes back with, uh, she's, she says something about, I, I guess, or I'll just keep you guessing type of thing. And I said that back to Mike and I'm like, yeah, fuck. Well, see, I, th- uh, <laughs> I, I believe she said the, uh, the, the immature thing to do was to leave you guessing. Yeah, so I was just trying to find. Ah. Oh, yeah, hang on one second. Yes, it says. Yep, it says gonna keep you. Yeah, gonna keep you guessing. It's the immature thing to do. And I'm like, okay, damn it. That was yep, it. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I said that's that's fair. So who do you guys think it I, is? You know what the the only the only thing um, there I don't even know because I'm thinking back at if, yeah I know if it was just based on the podcast. Um, we both come up with, cause I mean, like when I said, our faces are everywhere and you're like, you're welcome ladies. That was great. That was great. And then all, all that different shit. Yeah. The, but the only thing is that if I could be tagged with the label, just because I'm the one that's doing all the Instagram stuff now, yeah, that doesn't mean that, um, I, I only, first of all, anything I post on Instagram, number one, not only would Mike agree with it, he would post it too. Mm-hmm. You know, so sure. it is coming. I mean, granted, I take care of the social media stuff, but it's us. That's I, I am thinking for both of us at for this sure. time. But um, yeah, but seriously, if somebody is just listening to the podcast, I don't know. I have no idea. But so, hmm. you know, right. well, you guys are having an immature competition. So I feel well, like yeah. we need to know. <laughs> I know. Well, and, and it's going to continue because that number one, that review was, yeah. was very cool. But I think, yeah, we're, we're going to start cool. doing just try to try to one up each other from now on so (laughs) (laughs) you can pay the bigger now i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing so whatever happens yeah right yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know that's that's the thing of it is well shit i literally i wrote i i wrote the two words our review and i highlighted it on the top of this piece of paper i have in front of me and i almost forgot Mm -hmm. that so there's no fucking way i could remember (laughs) to try to compete with you Right. Exactly. Over being well, immature. I, I mean, shit, I'm not gonna, I can't remember that. So, um, Angel, anything else that, uh, that you want to wrap up with? Any words of, uh, you know, I'll say quote unquote wisdom for people out there that, um, <laughs> that you might want to pass along? Anything else? Oh, wisdom. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be wisdom. Any, anything or else? Or nonsense, no. either way. <laughs> Um, no, I just didn't want to wrap up with the kids though. So our oldest still doesn't talk to us mm-hmm. and, and that's God's time. You know, we have a grandchild that we've never met. Um, it may always be like that. I don't know, but, um, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, not for us to decide. And then, you know, we have a good relationship with our daughter and our youngest Nick, um, mm-hmm. is a year and a half coming up on two years sober. He right, went right. through the rock. I'm not real good at anonymity. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, he's doing great. And then we have a great relationship, you know, with my son that, uh, you know, because of the grandbabies and, you know, we, I, I go out there like once a week and we actually go to the bar for dinner, <laughs> which is kind of funny. It's like our own little routine and it's our little joke. Right. Um, but yeah, we take the grandbabies to the bar and I mean, bars have good food. Let's be right. honest. And yeah. And then. Yeah. And then we, uh, and then we go to Dairy Queen. And so normally on Friday nights, I had to text Megan because she calls me every week on the way home from Gordon Mm -hmm. and we, we catch up and have our little chit chats. So I had to text her and tell her that, um, I'm with you guys tonight. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah. we we pulled, we pulled Megan out of her meeting for that week. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be in my meeting tonight. (laughs) Right. Right. So I'm like, I just, yep. 
Not in a casket. Right? Yeah. Just, just fucking blame <laughs> us. It's fine. You know, it's okay. Yeah. And I wanted to say about the podcast, I am not a dick, but <laughs> I am a little bit of a dingbat. So when I don't understand something or I don't know what's going on, I'm just going to back off. I'm just going to like, you know, exit out of the conversation. I really didn't know what a podcast was. Melissa was talking about it several months ago. She's like, oh, do you listen to podcasts? And, da, da, da. and I'm like, what is she talking about? Is it like an audio book? Like, I, I had no no idea. Like, I, I, audio books too. I mean, if I want to, I'm going to read a book, you know, I'm not going to audio book it. So mm-hmm. I, guys, really nothing. I didn't understand. And then once I listened to Tony's and Megan Simone, I'm like, I could do right. this. Okay, I got right. this. <laughs> I mean, this is just chit-chatting, like we're at poker. Well, there's been, exactly. there's been a couple of people that, yeah. we, that we've had on that were, that were really nervous. And, uh, um, I mean, basically, Mike and I, when, when we started, we were just the same thing. I mean, every once in a while, I guess, you know, we, we stop and we're like, say, okay, for everyone out there, if we got to explain something. But for the most part, we just we mm. shoot the shit with people, you know, and uh, yeah. people that we've had on have been super nervous to begin with. And it's just don't worry, you know, we'll just talk to us. Forget that anyone's listening, you know, so. And that's what I did. I, I didn't build it up, you know, like I do with my leads still, because that's mm-hmm. never gets any easier, you know, but I mean, just, yeah, you know, just talk to you guys like we're at poker and just, you know, shoot the shit. And so, yeah, I just let all that nervousness go and. It's cool. Right. But we we yeah. even had some people say, well, this has nothing to do with sobriety. Don't care. Spit it out. Just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's off right. limits. Exactly. It's not. But yeah, this was really cool to do, guys. I, I really it appreciate was. you having me on. And well, yeah, yeah I mean, it was good. Well, I, thank you. I mean, seriously. I have no words of us. wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You have them in there. Trust me, you did. I do, I do, but but nothing that anybody hasn't already said. You know, stick exactly. to your routine and do do what you do, and we all it all seems to be working for right. us. So, and I'm, you know, uh, I, I yeah. still I have I have it circled, not a stripper, so I still have that on here. Please, please, <laughs> read, read the, when you read the description, that's going to be in there, not a stripper. Okay, so speaking of the name, I was named after a country song, um, and I tried to explain this to Tony's mom, um, that it's uh, Kiss an Angel Good Morning, which um, is a very old country song, Michael No, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, one of the very few... uh, black colored singers, um, country singers that there were back in the day. And it was either that Charlie pride. Yes. Yes. Oh, I knew you'd know. Look at that. So good at that shit. Um, and and nobody knows that Mike, nobody knows that they're like, I say Charlie pride. They're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, you don't know. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, do you? Yeah. 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 That's because we're old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I told my mom not too long ago, I'm like, mom, that was a pretty racy song. And it was, it was about a guy and a girl. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? You know? And she's like, I know, Angel. She said to me, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> just check in, you know? Um, but yeah, that's how, how my name came to be. And she also liked Wake Up Little Susie. So I think I got the better end of the deal. I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm really a Susie. No, you know, definitely yeah. Angel. You're, yeah. you're definitely an angel. <laughs> not a stripper. Right. I, <laughs> don't worry. I'm, I'm going to make it very clear on here that you're not a stripper. Okay. Okay. okay good. <laughs> all right. But no, seriously, thank you. Thank you very, very much. And yes, um, thank you, you get, guys. get all your friends to listen so you can, you know, you've got to, now you've got to knock Melissa out, then Megan, and then take over, yep. take over your husband. Your husband's over too. 
Oh, I'm taking Tony out, man. I'm taking Tony out. I might have to re- reach out real good. I- I'm going to get it done. Yeah, just get out there. <laughs> I'm going to get it done. You've got, you've got plenty yeah. of friends. Have one friend tell one friend to tell one friend. It's like the old thing. And then people will start listening all over the goddamn place. Yeah, absolutely. No, you guys are great. I love well, you guys. I absolutely. really do. Absolutely. We love you too. And Mike, I love you, brother. Love and it you is too. his time to uh, to send us out of here. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Thank you, Angel, for coming on and sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us and all the other nonsense that you did. We loved it. And, uh, you know, if you liked what you heard, dear, share it with a friend like Bill said. You know, give us those five stars. Make this little uh, this little enterprise we have here grow just a little bit more this week. And it is that time for you to please, please fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over the gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. <laughs> and, and I know you've listened to a couple episodes, so you've heard that before. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. it is, it's, always my, it's always my favorite part. It's, uh, it's, and, it is so yeah, you guys. It's, so I just told you guys. before we started, yeah. I, had, uh, I did an extra, extra audio clip this week. And I cut the the end of last week's episode. He, he made a mistake in there and had everyone laugh and it was fucking hilarious. I did. Oh, was, I fucked it up. Oh, but it was I I love it when you do it. It was so it was so fucking funny. It's so funny. I have <laughs> to listen yeah, just, to that. All you gotta do is listen to the last like two minutes of, of last week's episode. And you'll hear it. It's just I couldn't stop laughing. But mm-hmm. but anyhow, so seriously, Angel. Um, thank you, thank you very very much. And uh, and yeah, you're you're eyeing up Tony. You're gonna knock him out of the race uh, right off the bat, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and we're all going to get together in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, we are. Looking yeah, we forward to about, it. Yep. Memorial yeah, we Day weekend. About poker. Mike brought it up and uh, I hadn't thought about it when I first saw it, but um, like I told him, unless something really fucking weird happens, I'll be there. Um, and I'd have no good. other plans on, on anything. So yeah, it'll be good. Three weekends in a row. I'm kind of running around. Nice. That's uh, like Mike says, what will we do when we get sober? <laughs> what will we do if we're not drinking anymore? <laughs> oh my gosh. So right. Not really. (laughs) Not at all. All right, guys. Hey, I love you guys. Love Love you. you Thank you. Bye. 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 As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.